This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program is pre-recorded. Welcome to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam from Thrive Financial Services, who have been featured on Fox, ABC, NBC, The Wall Street Journal, and more. Saving for retirement is a great start, but it's what you do with this money that really matters. What's your strategy to reduce taxes, generate income in retirement, reduce your risk, and get even more from Social Security? This is where you can count on straightforward and objective advice about how you can make your money go a lot further in retirement. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Now, here are your hosts, David, Karen, and Brett, along with Joe Krause. Having an IRA or 401k, pretty straightforward. You fill out some forms, pick your investments, and make contributions automatically. It's just that it's just not that complicated, right? But that's not true. There's a lot more to these retirement accounts than most people realize. You soon learn that saving money in one of these accounts is the easy part. Withdrawing this money in retirement gets very, very complicated. This is where millions of Americans make critical mistakes, and these mistakes come at a huge price. Welcome in everyone to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show here on Talk Radio 1210. WPHT. David, all yours, sir. Good morning. Good morning. And, uh, you brought up some great points right there, right? I mean, withdrawing money from your IRA 401k, paying taxes on those withdrawals, required minimum distribution, investment fees and expenses. I mean, these things are all complicated issues. And these are issues that really can trip up even the most sophisticated investors. We see it very routinely. And uh, they often come with paying much higher taxes because of it. And sometimes, and unfortunately, some pretty darn steep penalties. So coming up in today's show, we're going to share five common mistakes with your IRA and 401ks that really could um, derail. Thank you, you, Karen. You're very uh, welcome. You you knew what I was going for. It's Corona brain. Thank you. You don't. Yeah. You think? Or is it something else? You don't have Corona. It's It's just being locked up in the house. Got it. Saturday morning. It's all good. Yeah. So anyway, we're going to go through these things that could potentially derail your retirement. So we'll show um, a case study about tax planning that really could help you know save a fortune in taxes, uh, why you could be paying extreme investment fees and expenses, and not even really know that that's happening. If you've ever seen some of these statements that people get in the mail or electronically, it's usually the first page people look at, and it says, is my account up? Is it down? But when you dig into page 21 and 22 and 23, which very few people do, you end up seeing where those expenses are buried in there. Um, plus, and this is there's a lot of changes happening on this one. Karen's going to cover a little bit. Um, you got to start planning for reti- uh, these required minimum distributions, but the rules keep you know keep changing. So we're going to cover all that today, Joe. Right. So paying unnecessary fees and expenses, they could be robbing you of thousands of dollars. Right. So. It sounds like an easy thing to do, right? Logical, you should minimize your investment fees and expenses. And you need to watch out for penalties on your retirement accounts. And it sounds so simple, but like you just said, David, uh, we have seen statements and, and we're advisors. We're trained to look at these statements, but there have been statements where like you said, 22, 23 pages. And we'll ask a question of somebody who comes in for the consultation and we'll ask them, um, do you know, do you have an advisor? They say yes. And I say, do you know what f- what the fee is that you're paying? And 
sometimes they don't know the answer because it's so complicated and in in deep. Um, so if you have an advisor and you are paying a fee, I think a, for, a question for you is, what are you getting for that fee? Are you, Right. What we say is, what are you getting for that fee? And is it just somebody advising you? That's it. And the story growing your investments or just watching your investments? Because there's so many different things that go along with the retirement planning. And there's so many different uh, things that happen with taxation that we're going to talk about. Um, maybe can you do Roth conversions? When should you take Social Security? So that's something really important to know is what is the fee you're paying and what are you getting for your fee? Yeah. And usually that discussion you know, if you've had a long-term relationship with your advisor, that discussion may have happened 10 or 15 years you ago. You hope. Right. You hope. Right. And you go, okay, I know we had a, you know, I don't remember what that discussion was, you know. So, it is important to kind of find out what the, there's a couple different types of fee structures, right? So, one is, what's the management fee? What's your financial advisor, your investment advisor charging you on an annual basis to manage your investments? Is it paid in advance? Is it paid, you know, do you pay it in advance annually or quarterly? If it's quarterly, is that an advance payment or is it paid in the arrears? Um, these are questions you really should try to find out. Right. And you could be losing thousands of dollars unnecessarily if you're not sure of that. And also, what are you invested in? That makes a big difference too. Oh, I'm getting great returns. This is great returns. That's that's fantastic. But are you invested in an exchange-traded fund? Are you invested in a mutual fund? What are the internal charges that you're paying for those. Uh, I have seen, if you're paying your advisor fee, then we have seen when people come in for their consultation, they're paying internal charges of 1% on the specific mutual fund to the mutual fund manager or higher. Or if you're in certain types of annuities that we've seen, I have seen 2 3% charges. And people say to me, Oh, so that's why I'm wondering why it's not growing as much as I'm being told that I'm getting returns. So what, what you hear right there and what I heard just from David and Karen is there is a lack of transparency in this industry and in understanding what you're paying. Think about it. You've saved your whole life and not under, understanding the fees, whether they're transparent or not is going to have an impact to that bottom line. You need transparency. You have to be aware of them. You need to be educated because, as Karen and David said, fees become an issue, especially when there's absence of value. 60-minute Bloomberg, they've done incredible studies about how there's no transparency out there in the industry. So what can we do? What are some action items that are out there? Because here you go, with just a 1% fee, the average United States worker, according to Motley Fool, pays almost $138,000 in fees, which can erode the overall portfolio. What are some of the things you can do? Hey, are there index funds within my plan that can reduce those costs? understanding what those exact costs are, ask for that prospectus. Ask your HR person, what are all my fees? What are all those hidden fees sitting in those plans? Because there's a lack of transparency in the industry and there's nothing worse than going through life being unaware of what's out there. Exactly. And fees are one thing, but also remember there's also sometimes penalties that people aren't aware of. Um, If you 
once there's an early withdrawal penalty if you take money out before age 59 and a half from an IRA or from a 401k, there's actually a 10% penalty on that. Plus, you'll have to pay your income tax on that, which people sometimes are aware of or aren't. Um, this is interesting, too. There's an excessive contribution penalty fee. So if you have a 401k at work and you put in too much money, you're, there is a contribution amount that you're allowed to do each year. If you put in too much, you actually have to pay what they call a 6% penalty on the excess that's in those funds. And the same thing with IRAs and Roth IRAs. So if you, if you have been a great saver, unfortunately, our system punishes people like you and you could get clobbered by taxes when you retire. Taxes when you withdraw money from your IRA, 401k, or other tax-deferred accounts. Taxes on your investment income. Taxes on your Social Security benefits, and a lot more. So the money you were counting on to pay for retirement could be a fraction of what they are today, unless you take steps to defend yourself before you retire. I'll show you how you could dramatically reduce your taxes in retirement with a free retirement analysis. This free analysis will reveal the defensive tax planning strategies that could help you save tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. You might expect to pay thousands of dollars for a customized analysis like this, but we're going to... I'm sorry, we're going to cover 100% of the cost just for the listeners who call us today. So if you've saved at least $250,000, call to schedule this free analysis now at 215-987-2430. Paying few taxes in retirement could help you do a lot more for your kids and your grandkids and enjoy your retirement. So give us a call at 215-987-2430. You need to do two things uh, when you are on the doorstep of retirement and then when you go into retirement. Uh, you need to have an advocate uh, for you. You're never going to understand all of the details. Uh, and you need to keep more of your money. It's not how much you make, it's how much you keep. Amen. Amen, Krause. Go to the break. Back in a moment. And back here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Again, that phone number, 215-987-2430. 215-987-2430. David, over to you, sir. Yeah, so again, you know, we're, we're sharing today the five common mistakes you see people making with IRAs, 401ks, that really could end up derailing that retirement. Like we said before, you've saved, you've done a great job, but if you end up having to pay too much in taxes, you know, it could have a, a definite impact. So today we're going to continue talking about why the taxes on your IRA and 401k could end up being much higher than you realize, plus how, you know, how some of these tax planning strategies, these defensive tax planning strategies that we talk about all the time could really save you a fortune. So Brett's going to kind of pick it up here and start talking about those taxes related to 401ks. Yeah, so number one, talking about you got to be aware of fees. And now number two, forgetting you still have to pay taxes on these retirement accounts. I love what Kiplinger says. You have a silent partner in your 401k and his name is Uncle Sam. And every time Congress meets there is a chance that government could decide to increase the IRS share of your savings. And quite frankly, there's nothing you can do about it. How do they do it? They increase taxation. And we need to understand what that means in today's climate. Because most people know how much we've saved in retirement. But think about this. When we ask you how much you're going to pay in taxes, 
typically you don't have that idea. Again, when you put money into your IRA or 401k, it's easy. We just put it away into a tax-deferred account. We're getting that tax break. But when you have to start withdrawing this money is when things get complicated. And what most people don't realize is you are creating that ticking tax time bomb. Why? Again, the IRS wants their cut. They want their share. So when you're withdrawing that money, you got to pay taxes. And this could be a major problem of what you're not expecting. Forbes says it perfectly. I love this. Too often, and again, this is the headline. Today, people's retirement may be, may be uh, making taxes worse for tomorrow. And here's why. Too often, people hear tax deductible or tax deferred story, and they just simply means tax free. Gang, we need to understand the difference between tax deductible, tax deferred, and tax free. Again, we recently, and a lot of times we see people, they just are not aware of the overall taxation, not only to yourselves, but remember that SECURE Act, and we're going to talk about that a little bit as well, because it's going to affect taxation to your beneficiaries as well. And here's the biggest one, recent studies, and this is why we're so passionate about the education just from taxes and being an advocate. A recent study, literally last month, what do people believe about taxes? In a recent survey by the Harris Poll for the Nationwide Retirement Institute, ready for this one? 35% of Americans who were retired or expected to retire in the next 10 years said their retirement planning had not taken into account how much taxes will affect their income. And on top of that, 32% of retirees among those respondents who had at least 150,000 or more had wished they prepared better for taxes. And again, what's the data tell you? We got to have a strategy because if we do things in the wrong order, we're going to get hit. Remember that SECURE Act. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, as recent as yesterday, you know, we had a client come in, at annual review, kind of went through all the numbers. We do the tax planning because every year is different, right? And especially this year, very, very different. So we look at everything that we're doing and we start making some you know, tax advice. Here's one of the comments. So they looked at me and they said, you know, Dave, wouldn't it have made sense for us to be investing in Roth IRAs like 10 or 15 years ago instead of our 401ks at work? I said, well, what do you think? They go, it looks pretty darn obvious to me. We just didn't know. Nobody really promoted. We thought what Brett just said, you know, that tax deduction, that tax deferral, and we bought into the story that sometime in the future when we retire, we'll be in a lower tax bracket. What people are coming to realization today, that's the farthest thing from the truth. And with all this stimulus, we really kind of know the taxes are going to go up. You know, what's interesting, too, I would guess, I would venture to say that even the most sophisticated investors yep. make mistakes. Yeah, I don't care how many zeros you have at the end of your account. People make those mistakes. Yeah. And, and the conventional wisdom, you said it. When we ask, think about this. You're listening here today. What day of the week are you spending the most amount of money? And if you're still working, the typical answer, I'm sure you're thinking, Friday or Saturday. So conventional wisdom says you're not going to need as much money. You're going to pay less in taxes and retirement. But every day is Friday and Saturday in retirement. 
It's just not going to happen. And then with what David was just sharing, all the stimulus money being printed, I mean, listen to the headlines. Fortune, uh, Forbes, CNN, your tax rates could double, could go as high as 46%. Uh, We have issues with Medicare. We have issues with Social Security. By borrowing multiple trillions of dollars that we've never seen before has got to yield to increase taxation. Here's another one. Start thinking about this. There's that $3 trillion. Now we start seeing the dominoes of the state and our municipalities. Think about that. State and local uh, finances are now under pressure in some of these municipalities with pension, health care for the retired workers. And again, the coronavirus has led to this economic weakness. Again, being careful. The economic activity has declined. So what's that mean? Tax revenues have declined. And at the same time, states and municipalities are having to step up health care, unemployment assistance. Again, we're seeing that all over the place with the long lines and other. Uh, it's just it's crazy. And then it's understanding what state we're moving into. I remember a client moving across the bridge. Hey, Brad, I'm in Philadelphia. I'm going to go move over to New Jersey. We need to be aware of all the taxes that are there. Again, every state is different. Pennsylvania, <laughs> Delaware, New Jersey. Every state is a little bit different. Joe's saying don't do it. Yeah, I hear you over there, don't Krause. Do it, man. Don't do it's it. All, it's all good, my friend. Here's the other thing, too, Joe. It's it's really interesting. So, you know, we've been on uh, 6ABC, you know, has us do every couple of weeks, you know, five minute. Hey, this is happening. That's happening. And uh, we talked about this the last time that we were on there and actually got a bunch of not a bunch, a couple phone calls of people going, that's yeah. not a true thing. Taxes, there's no, this is what the words were. There's no way taxes are going to double. And all I really did was quote, right? I mean, CNBC said your marginal tax rate could jump to as much as 46% when the Trump tax cuts expire in 2025. Now, I'm not making a political statement. I don't care if it's Trump. I, I, don't care. I don't care who it is. But we know that the rules that Trump put in place could potentially sunset in 2025. And with all the stimulus that Brett's talking about, could go right to four. I mean, holy smokes. So if you're going to be in denial like this person who called me and said, you're a liar. That's not true. You're just trying to scare people. That, I'm a fiduciary. That's the last thing in the world that I want to do. I just want to get you prepared. Holy smokes. Yeah. And if it doesn't happen, great. Yeah, but just think about the facts right now. Think about the facts. $26.5 trillion in debt. Interest rates, that's number one. Number two, interest rates are low. Eventually, they got to start going up, right, at one point in time. So what does that do? Just under, let's start talking about 2019. I want our listening audience to please listen to this. The United States government last year, their budget, you ready for this? 16% was spent on military. 23% spent on social security, 25% spent on health care, 8% spent on child credits, low income housing, uh, food stamps, etc. 8% on interest on the debt. That was at 23 trillion. We just moved to 26 trillion. And then you start talking about benefits to retirees and the military workers. Ready for this? 88% of the federal budget is spent on entitlement programs and the military. And all of a sudden, we have people out of work. We're not liars. Someone needs to tell me what we just lied about right there. There's only one way that you can make the fix, make that correction. Tax. 
taxes have to go up. So you have that choice. Am I going to be a tax planner or inevitably am I going to end up being a tax procrastinator? So think about this. Have you been a good saver? Again, unfortunately, our system punishes people like you and you could get clobbered on taxes. Again, think about taxes when you retire on your IRA, 401k, investment income, social security and more. And again, if we're not careful, the money that we're counting on could be a fraction of what it is today unless you take those defensive tax planning strategies before you retire. Now, we can show you exactly and dramatically how we can reduce those taxes in retirement with our free retirement tax analysis. Again, this analysis reveals those defensive tax planning strategies, again, that can save you tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxes. And again, Karen said it, you may expect to pay hundreds, if not thousands of dollars for that analysis. But again, we are going to underwrite. We are going to underwrite 100% of those costs just for our listeners today. So if you have saved at least $250,000 call to schedule this free analysis. Again, 215-987-2430. Again, paying fewer taxes in retirement. Think about it. We could be doing more fun things with our kids, our grandkids. We could be going to that dream vacation home at the beach or the mountains or spending more time traveling. Maybe at the Four Seasons, not the Motel 8. Again, is it eight or six? Is it, it six is or Motel eight? Six? Is it? I think so. You you know a better one six. actually. You must know a better one. <laughs> That's Motel Eight. Yeah, okay, I got it. That, that one's uh, down south a little bit further. So we like the Four Seasons better. But let's see how much money we could save with that complimentary analysis. Again, get that free analysis. Call us at two one five nine eight seven twenty four thirty. Again, that's two one five nine eight seven. 2430. Uh, good stuff here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show as we come to you uh, on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. There's so many things, David, bouncing around in my head. I know we got to get to a break. I jotted one thing down. We'll never cover it today. But do you think it's possible that people actually forget to take a required minimum distribution? Does that, ha- does that happen? Uh, it definitely does. It does. And again, it, it, and it depends on your level of understanding what the rules are and so on and so forth. But, um, you know, we are always constantly sending out reminders. Uh, good stuff here. We'll get to a commercial break. We'll continue uh, on the other side. This is Roadmap to Retirement. When we come back, for some people, it could be a windfall of savings in retirement. We'll tell you what it is after the break. How and when will you withdraw money from your IRA and 401k in retirement? How will you avoid getting clobbered by taxes? And what's your strategy to navigate required minimum distributions? This is where I think millions of Americans make critical mistakes, and these mistakes trigger much higher taxes. Welcome back here to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Yeah, so we're going to continue sharing the five common mistakes, you know, people are making with IRAs, 401ks that could have some, you know, detrimental uh, impact on their retirement planning. So I'm going to talk about, and I'm sure uh, Brett and Karen will pipe in as well, but I'm going to talk about that four-letter word in retirement planning called risk, R-I-S-K. Risk. And it seems as 
you know, as markets go up and up, people kind of forget about the risk. They get uh, kind of lulled into this sense of security that, you know, the market keeps going up. And we experienced it this year, right? I mean, holy smokes, the S&P 500 was down almost 35% between kind of March and April when the pandemic first started. And now we're back kind of flirting, you know, with the all-time highs in the market. NASDAQ has broken through to some, you know, all-time highs pretty much um, led by the big names in tech like your Facebook and Amazon and Google and so on and so forth. But now again, you know, this week especially, we started to see back the, that, that word called volatility. So when it comes to retirement, risk is a four-letter word, and taking on too much risk could actually decimate your retirement income because nobody sitting at this table and nobody that we know of actually has a crystal ball. You know, when's the air going to come out of the balloon? It comes out when you least expect it. And the thing about it is, if it happens during retirement, all of those years, you know, I actually heard um, there was a quote by the founder of Airbnb, right? Airbnb became this amazingly famous uh, vacation system, right? And when the pandemic hit and has continued, the founder of that company became a billionaire. Young kid became a billionaire. Said, what took me 12 years to create was decimated in six weeks. I heard that too. It made wow. me sick to my stomach. Is it, right? And, yeah. and think about it, right? I mean, all the companies that, um, y- you know, Brett and I, Karen, we all spend a lot of time and we're a little bit, you know, geeky in it, but we're always trying to do our homework, always trying to do our research. How about Rolex? Yeah. Discontinued production. Yeah. yeah all Rolex. Luxury brands are discontinuing production. I mean, there's just a lot going Things on. Things are normal, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. So, um, you know, it, it's craziness. So, you know, risk need is perhaps the easiest dimension to consider since, you know, at its heart, it's part of any financial plan. So like one of the first things that people that come to see us want to know is, okay, what's going to be the investment plan? Where are you going to put my money? How are you going to plan for all this? And we kind of put the brakes on, all right? I said, look, let's figure this out first. When you started investing in these accounts, what was your risk like? We asked that question, right? What was your risk, your risk like then? Now, when most people got started in investing, they might have been in their 30s or maybe early 40s, participated in their 401k plan. They were working, maybe even in their peak earning years and you know, making contributions. And especially over the past 20 years, things have done incredibly well. So when I asked somebody who's just about to retire, what was your risk like back then? They go, Man, I was all for it. Just go for it, right? Let's let's put it all on the table, put it all on red, let's see what happens. And fortunately, it really worked out for most people because over any 20-year span of time, things are going to be pretty darn good. But now if you're in your 60s, and I now ask that same question, right? I said, let's go back. What was it like then? What's it like today? The common answer goes, oh, I'm, I'm not risky. Like, I want to make sure that I got enough money to retire on. Then I look down into statement and I go, how much have you changed this portfolio over the past 20 odd years? And what do you think most people's response? What are, what are most of the response you get, Brett? 
do they the say? response I just gave you, which was nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I didn't do anything. I didn't do much. Yeah. I haven't really changed anything, you know? If I work with an advisor... You couldn't all... see my radio face looking to stare blind. Like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know if you didn't understand my question, or I wasn't really sure. Or he was, sure. like, in a different area. I actually brain. thought that was very impactful, Brett. Nice job. <laughs> the it's silence. True. The silence. It is true. Just a second to think about Yeah, I mean, what do you get, Karen? Same thing. Um, or when we have couples... One's one way, one's the other. Yeah. yeah. Most times I just get, no, I haven't really made any adjustments. My advisor always just says, stay the course. Things are going to be fine. It's a long-term game plan, so on and so forth. And again, up until retirement, it's all true. But when I ask, you know, my risk tolerance level is so much lower now than it was when I got started. I said, let's just think this through for a second. If your portfolio was designed to a tolerance level where you were much more aggressive, and today you just told me, no, 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 I'm, I'm getting close to retirement. I want to make, you know, then why is your portfolio built for a 30-year-old or built for a 40-year-old? And they go, you know what? That's a really good point. So I said, let's do this accurately. First thing we're going to do is ask a ton of questions. We're going to input that into our software system, which is called Riskalyze. And what we're going to identify is really what is your risk tolerance level. And Joe, what I have found, most of the people that visit with us, whether it's through our webinars, our TV, our radio, our live seminars, which are looking like we're going to be able to do those again in September. Oh, wow. That's Which awesome. we're really excited very about. Very excited about that. Um, we're going to be very careful, very COVID compliance. We're going to be limited to only 25 guests, but we're going to do multiple times so that people who really want to get out again and start getting that retirement education will be able to do that. Uh, so when people do come see us, we do that risk profile. Now, that value is somewhere between one and 100. One means no risk at all. 100 is I'm a gambler. Most of the people, either pre-retiree or retiree, are um, somewhere in that 35 to 45 range. The next step of what we do is we take a look at their portfolio. We input every single holding, and the software analyzes the portfolio to give a risk profile. Now, nine times out of 10, that number on that same numeric scale of one to 100 comes out around 60, maybe 65. So if you're ranked at a 40 and your portfolio, that means your tolerance level, and your your portfolio comes in at a 60, there's a big delta between the two, which means you're taking on significantly more risk than what you should be at this particular stage in life. Our comment for a lot of people is risk is for people who don't have what you have, meaning they've saved a lot of money for retirement. Your job right now is just not to lose. So now it's time to readjust. Yeah, and it's a four-letter word that David just said that people aren't aware of because the risk that people face when they hit retirement for the first time, I want you to think about this, is something that's called sequence of returns risk. And sequence of returns risk, Forbes describes it best. Think about this. You're going to face plenty of risk when you're investing in retirement. Market crashes, inflation can eat into returns. You might worry about outliving your savings. But there's one big risk that gets little, 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 little attention, and we're passionate about it. This sequence of returns risk. What is it? 
It's also called sequence risk. It's the risk that comes from the order in which your investment return occurs. Again, to put another way, sequence of returns risk is when the market declines in the early years. You have no idea what's going to happen in the first couple of years of your retirement. You don't know. We like to think but we don't know. And again, paired with those withdrawals that are coming out, they reduce your portfolio. Timing is everything. And those retirement early market year declines, particularly if they're paired with inflation. Gang, that's what you're hearing all over TV right now. Inflation and market declines can have a huge effect on that nest egg of being able to sustain for a retiree. We got to think about that. David talked about diversifying as you get closer to retirement. You got to diversify. We talked about rebalancing. Here's things you think about. What can I do? Make sure if you're not investing money, make sure you're not investing money that you need in the next year. Then you think about this, some buckets. Think about this. Let's say your kid just took tuition uh, or you need to cover tuition because your, your son or daughter just took the PSATs. Don't have that money in the stock market. You need it next year. Preserve it. Make sure you own shares of good companies that will come out of any crisis well, even if their business might suffer, their share prices fall just in the short term. Think about Boeing, Marriott. Do we think they're going to come back? And if possible, keep some powder dry for when stocks drop that you can buy them on sale. So if you're the type of person who takes action in time of a crisis or uncertainty Or are you more likely to freeze in a panic? Today, we're talking about five common mistakes with your IRA and 401k. If you have questions about how and when you should withdraw money from these accounts, how you should reduce your taxes or navigate required minimum distributions, if you're the type of person who thinks that in a time of crisis you should take action, then here's what I want you to do. Let's have a conversation. We can share the strategies we've used with other clients who have been in similar situations. And often, a question that's been keeping you up at night can be resolved in a simple phone call. Whatever your question is, call and leave us a message right now, and we'll get back to you within one business day. The number is 215-987-2430. Again, 215-987-2430. David, I have time before we go to the break to ask you on the risk allies, how many times are people when they see what the number is versus what they think they were all the time? Yeah, the vast, the vast majority of the time. There's, it's, it's a little bit of an aha moment because, yeah, I knew I probably should have dialed back my risk. Uh, I haven't gotten around to it yet. So it's a good, you know, whether that's an excuse or that's a justification, it's a great time. It's a good tool. It's a good tool because it really does give you the visual and people now make those changes and are better positioned. All right, good stuff. Coming up next on the other side of the commercial break, why you could be paying far more taxes when you withdraw money from your IRA and 401k. Back in a moment. Do you have an IRA or 401k? On the surface, these accounts seem pretty straightforward. There's that word again, straightforward. But when you peel back the onion, you soon learn that withdrawing this money in retirement is very, very complicated. And that's where millions and millions of Americans make these critical mistakes, David. Yeah, coming up in this segment, this is an important one. The reason why you should be very concerned about required minimum distributions. It's something that kind of gets put on the back burner and then people start to you know, think about it 
when the time when they actually show up, when they could have been doing things all along. So we're going to talk about Roth IRAs, uh, maybe converting them. That sometimes is a slam dunk and how RMDs work. Right. So underestimating the impact of required minimum distributions, or as we call them, RMDs, is something that you really need to take into account when you're planning for retirement. So real quick, an RMD is when you reach a certain age, the IRS forces, remember it's a required minimum distribution, they force you to withdraw money from your IRA or 401k, anything that's tax deferred. And because the government has run out of patience and wants to collect their taxes on money, they want it now. So they're forcing you, you have to sell investments, withdraw money from your retirement accounts, whether the stock market is up or down, just like we talked about in our last segment. And whether you need the money or not, it doesn't matter. They do not care. They want you to sell those investments so that you can pay taxes on that money. And what it does is it triggers a series of unforeseen financial consequences that could decimate your nest egg. And that's something we see frequently, right, Brett? Yeah, absolutely. And remember, there were some changes on RMDs. And we talked about it, I was starting to talk about the SECURE Act a little bit earlier and some of the changes that came from that. Remember, some of the changes that came from the SECURE Act is that now required minimum distributions start at the age of 72, not 70 and a half. So for instance, for those who hit age 70 and a half last year, again, your RMD had to be taken by April 1st, 2020. But anyone who turned 70 and a half or a month later... Again, here in 2020, not for two years. So let's go through that. If you have a birthday here in the first half of 2020, we just went through that, that would benefit you more, someone from this bill. So think about this. Take someone who's turning 70, let's just say in May. So that means they're going to hit 70 and a half in November. What that means is they don't have to take their first distribution till 2022. Got a little bit of a freebie. Again, understanding some of the logistics. Now, if someone's turning, say, 70 and a half here coming up here in September, for example, that means 70 and a half isn't until 2021. They don't have to take that distribution until fall of 22. So that person only got the one year extra. So again, depending upon where that falls, again, we got a little bit of a freebie, a little bit more time to figure it out. But don't forget... This year, because of the CARES Act, because of the pandemic, the coronavirus, RMDs are waived for calendar year 2020. That doesn't mean we do nothing. Again, it's all about being proactive. Yeah, two quick things I want to do is I, I do want to highlight something Karen said, because sometimes it gets lost, you know, kind of in our conversation. You know, when you take these RMDs and they are required now, Brett just covered, you know, kind of the exception because we're experiencing this unprecedented time. But when we get back to normalcy and you have to take them, it may be an incredibly inconvenient time for you to take them. So think about, right, most people live under an investment philosophy that when things go down, you don't sell. Now, we've done shows where that's really a good opportunity, actually, because then you could do Roth conversions, and then the recovery of the Roth uh, is all tax-free. We'll cover that again in another show. But what I'm trying to share here is, if you end up having to take a required minimum distribution in a year that the stock market has done very poorly, you now have to sell shares to raise that required minimum distribution that they can distribute out to you, and you're, share, you're selling those shares at a much lower price, the thing about the past when you didn't sell, yeah, they did recover, but when you sell them, you're locking in those losses. So if that happens sequentially for a couple of years in a row, 
that really can diminish the value of your portfolio and put future income in jeopardy. And I don't think a lot of people necessarily get that, right? I think it's very hard to understand. you lost me in the in, in, in the conversation. Yeah, it's just very simple, right? So and maybe it's not, but let me let me try to make it simple. So let's say a year from now, you're going to have to take an RMD, and let's say you're invested in a mutual fund, in a stock, in an ETF, whatever it may be. That at the time, let's say you wait to close to the end of the year to see how the stock market does, and the market is down dramatically, right? Let's say it's down. So now you have to sell some shares to be able to get that money out of the market to pay that required minimum distribution. So if you sell the shares at a lower price, you just locked in those losses. You're never going to get that money back. There's nothing there to recover because you've taken them out. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So that's, and again, not a lot of people kind of think that through. That's why advance tax planning, not tax procrastination, but tax planning can be incredibly beneficial. Absolutely no way I'm knowing that on a dime. There's no way I'm making that understanding. Yeah. And and again, we don't have a crystal ball to know that it'll be up or it'll be down. It's just why not plan for it? And there's some great, easy defensive tax strategies. And as a matter of fact, I mean, if you have an IRA or 401k, you got it, you know, you want to think about this money like it's really your money, but when you think about it, it's really a joint account between you and the IRS. And the retirement savings could end up being a fraction of what they are today, unless you take some of these defensive tax planning strategies that I was just talking about. But there's some good news in this, right? So there's a way that you actually can reduce, dramatically reduce, or even possibly eliminate the taxes on your retirement accounts. And what we want to do here at Thrive is to show you what these are by getting a free customized tax analysis. This analysis will actually show you the the defensive plaques, I mean, what these strategies actually are. Um, the, the strategies are designed to help you save tens of thousands. We've actually seen it where it's been hundreds of thousands of dollars. So in that IRA, that pension, that deferred, if you've got one of those, this report will be definitely applicable for you. So you might expect to pay a lot of money to get that type of an analysis actually done. Um, But what we're going to do at Thrive, because again, we're very consumer focused, we're educators, we're advocates, we're going to underwrite 100% of that cost. And we're going to do that for our listeners today. We're going to make it a complimentary report. So if you have saved at least $250,000 for your retirement, and that's kind of the number that we know where tax planning will have value, you can call to schedule this free analysis at 215-987-2430. So, I mean, I can't imagine anyone... Uh, not wanting to pay fewer taxes in retirement, you could end up doing so much more with that money. So what I would say is let's see what's possible for you, right? To get this analysis, just simply give us a call. We'll have people waiting. The number is 215-987-2430. Once again, 215-987-2430. Well, I want to say goodbye to everybody on the show today, but I want to encourage people to call the phone number. Um, there is absolutely no reason why you should not take advantage of 
these advocates that do this radio show on behalf of David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam, and all of our listeners. I'm Joe Krause. See you next time, everybody. Thanks for listening to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show from Thrive Financial Services. If you're like most Americans, you have more questions than you do answers about what to do with your retirement savings. If you have a question about your IRA or your 401k, pension, or other tax-deferred accounts, if you have a question about reducing taxes, generating income, or filing for Social Security, whatever it is, David, Karen, and Brett are here to help. And often your questions can be answered in a simple phone call. Just call 215-987-2430. 215-987-2430. And so you know, no statements made during Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on any such matters. The information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investment, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed here. David Bazaar, Brendy Lim, and Karen Bazaar of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management are licensed to offer investment advisory services through Thrive Capital Management, LLC, a Pennsylvania State Registered Investment Advisor, office headquarters located in Fort Washington, and offices of convenience used exclusively for client meetings in Exton, Yardley, and Cherry Hill. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners. If you'd like to learn more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Krause at 267-261-3428. Today's program has been pre-recorded.